Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel once again. I'm the director of the Zulon International Bible Institute, and I welcome you here as we once again go into our Questions About Heaven podcast. Hey, I appreciate the fact that you have been listening, and I hope if you have any questions that you would contact me at brad at zulon.org. That's brad at x-u-l-o-n dot org. And uh, if you would like to see our current website, our flagship website, that is zulon.org, X-U-L-O-N dot O-R-G, but be looking within the, oh, I'd say within the next five weeks, we, boy, I'm so excited about this, we have our Heaven Tour website going up. It will give you an idea of uh, where I'm heading to. It will answer questions about Heaven on the website, show pictures of uh, the different speaking engagements where I am, as well as taking your questions, going through the answers by the Bible's explanations, and we take a look at that. And a real dynamic website I'm looking forward uh, to showing and having uh, for you for your learning. We want to make it like a library of going through, and possibly if I can make it alphabetically, you can go through, find the subject, and go to a quick answer and your questions about the Christian's foreverness in heaven. Now, the last, the previous, the, the, the last time I was with you on our podcast, we were talking about God's faithfulness to us in the fact that, well, you know, maybe God gets tired of us. Maybe he doesn't want us in, in heaven too long. You know, Maybe it'll be after a while. He says, well, you know, I changed my mind like over... Have you ever had anybody that uh, stayed over at your house a little bit too long and you kind of made hints and then finally you walk to the door, put your hand on the doorknob and you're trying to move them out? You know you have. I have. I can recall more than once in the time that we've had either people pop in on this unexpected and it was at the worst possible time or somebody where I had an obligation and I can think of this years back or a couple decades back that uh, no amount of uh, you know gentle coaxing got them out the door till way way late early hours of the morning, and things along that line. Oh, so many stories I could tell you. You know, and is God that way? Because I'm thinking, you know, I'm a pretty even-tempered guy. At least I think I am. But when I think of God, you know, I also think of this. You know, maybe I overstay my welcome in heaven. I mean, I found salvation through Jesus Christ, and I live for Christ the best I can, and I. You know, uh, seek the Lord each day, and as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, when I eat or drink or whatever I do, I aim to do all to the glory of the Lord. But just the same when we get in heaven. I mean, you know, when I get to meet my uh, Christian brothers and sisters, both of the bloodline, you know, my brothers and my sister who have come to Christ, and I see them. I mean, we're pretty loud people. The Zockles are loud people. You know, maybe it gets a bit too loud, and God says, okay, okay, you know something? You need to step away for a while, or maybe just, uh, we're going to need to find you another place. Would God do that? Would God get tired of us in heaven? So we talked about this, and I read an excerpt from our uh, book, the first book of the seven-book series, Heaven is Home series, 
And the first book, and you can order it on uh, Amazon if you want to, and we're going to make other ways available through our websites to buy it. It's called What is Heaven All About? It's book number one. Well, let me continue on in this, because the emphasis is not about what are we doing in heaven to irritate God. That's not even the question. Is, Is this a God we can trust? Is this a God who has an eternal love for us? You know, is this a God? Now, we talked about this. If he makes a promise, which he did, I mean, think of all of Romans chapter 8. And the question is, what will separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus? Now, you know I'm not a universalist. Anybody that comes along and says, hey, yeah, God's a good idea, gets automatically to go into heaven. Or everybody will eventually make it, or, or, or some, you know, some ridiculous idea of equating Christianity with reincarnation so you get do-overs and do-overs. Well, what would be the reason for Jesus going to the cross? You know, it, doesn't even, it, it defies logic within the Christian faith to even say that. But on this, you know, when we're talking about this, would God keep his word? And his promise is, as we see in Romans chapter 8, uh, the, whole, the whole chapter talks about his faithfulness. What will separate us from God's love, which is in Christ Jesus? Tribulation, famine, peril, sword. I'm persuaded, Paul says, that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, height, depth, any other creature, which really means creation, any other creation, would separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. It's very hard for you to move about that and say, well, I know that's what it says, but you could still, you know, maybe lose our place in heaven, uh, lose that dwelling place that's promised to us in John chapter 14. And I reminded you, uh, Titus chapter 1 and verse 2, God cannot lie. This is very, the very nature of him is his truth, uh, holy, as we looked at this, uh, very, very powerful. Uh, you have uh, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 18, it's impossible for God to lie. Revelation chapter 19 and verse 11, God is faithful and true. And speaking of that faithfulness, love is one of the faithful things. Not only in Lamentations chapter 3, his mercies are new every day and his faithfulness endures to all generations. But Psalm 118 verses 1, 2, and 3, his faithful love endures forever. Absolutely, absolutely loves us. And you say, well, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, you could say that. He's going to keep his promise. But what if he changes? Well, he can't, you see, because he's holy. And in this holiness, which is the greatest attribute of Yahweh, we see this. He is not going to compromise this. Holiness, the easiest way for me to tell you what holiness is, it doesn't mean piety or great attendance at church. It means sacred separateness, separateness from sin, and that would include the sin of lying. And I don't think that we have enough knowledge of the pure holiness of the Lord. Psalm 60 and verse 6 says God speaks in his holiness. Psalm 47 and verse 8, God sits on the throne of his holiness. Psalm 111 and verse 9, holy is his name. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 16, you be holy, God says, because I am holy. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 11, you are majestic, Lord, in holiness. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 2, there was no one 
holy as the Lord. As a matter of fact, you remember, three is the number of completeness, and there's a great significance when the angels are circling the throne in Isaiah's vision in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 3, and they cry out identifying the Lord as holy, holy, holy. And I'll remind you, one Bible scholar said, you don't go to the scripture and see the thrice call on other things. We don't see angels saying love, 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 or strength, strength, strength. We do say holy, holy, holy to emphasize that. And 1 Samuel chapter 6 and verse 20, who can stand before this holy Lord God? So he's bound by his holiness. He's bound by his truthfulness. And also, he has encircled us with his love. I'm going back and reading the last part of the chapter about this very question, as it is the chapter chapter 4 in the first book in the series, uh, the Heaven is Home series. Does God really want us in heaven? So I want to emphasize this when we say holiness and judgment and justice, we would think, well, that must override all of his love. But listen to this. God loves us so much here in our earthly lives that Psalm 42 verse 8 states that he orders his kesed, that's the Hebrew word for loving kindness. He orders it to us each day in the same measure that a person would be treated to breakfast in bed, and much like the daily bread promised to us in the Lord's Prayer that you read about in Matthew 6 and verse 11, God directs that each day's serving of kesed be delivered to us. This kesed holiness, loving kindness, I'm sorry, this kesed, which means loving kindness, is the gracious daily loving kindness that will give us heavenly comfort in the midst of a workaday world. Even more so, God's delight is evident in the biblical descriptions of his anticipation of us arriving in heaven. Revelation 14, 13 states, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord, stating that the true blessing comes to limitless reality for the believer once he reaches the home of the Lord. And that's what it says many times. It's his home. Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 14 through 17, contains a heavenly promise that still stuns me to this day. In this prophetic passage, the children of God are are told to sing for joy and to shout loudly, be glad and celebrate with all your heart. This is an exciting invitation, but the passage concludes in verse 17, with a stunning revelation. Listen to this, quote, The Lord Yahweh, your God, will rejoice over you with joy. Now, this word rejoice has a deep Hebrew definition of exalting and displaying joy. Its definitions give us an idea of God's reaction to seeing us join his heavenly family. Be glad, make mirth. Did you ever think that God wanted you to be his child and that when you made a decision for him, that he would show joy to the angels and other residents of heaven to the point of making mirth? Think of that. Then there's an even more important truth in this verse. He will rejoice over you with rinna. God will rejoice over you, his child, with rinna. That's a Hebrew word. The New American Standard defines rinna as shouts of joy, but a clear definition of rinna is singing. That's right, singing. God will be singing over us. I know, I know. You had thought that God was so dignified, he would never perform such a joyful act as singing. It almost sounds, well, undignified. 
but it's the Bible truth. He has already told us that he has loved us with an everlasting love. That's in Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3, and that he delivers new mercies every day as Lamentations chapter 3 attests. But to sing over us? Ponder this a moment. When was the last time someone or some group broke out into a thankful song whenever you arrived for a party or a social gathering? I mean, can you remember any time in your life that people were so grateful for your appearance that they sang a rousing happy melody? I can't. But here in the heavenly kingdom, your relationship with God will reach new heights of joy, wonder, and praise. Listen, God extended you an invitation to join his family forever. Being sovereign, he had every ability to force you to comply as an automaton with no choice at all. But instead, this one who created the universe decided to take a risk and to give you your free will so that you might freely choose him. He has demonstrated his love for all to see in that Jesus died for us while we were still in the state of being sinners. That's what it says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. His desires for all people to come to him and be with him. You see that in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4 and 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. What a great God. Exactly so. What a great God. He's going to keep us in heaven. Just as we have our loving parents here on earth, and, and maybe some of us don't. I mean, my dad abandoned me whenever we were uh, in our elementary school years. And so I know what it's like when we talk about an unfaithful father, but this is a perfect father. And we can enjoy the fact of security and love and, as it says, mirth and singing and being in God's home. What a great, uh, just a great, great promise. Well, that concludes my, my, my time with you. Boy, I really appreciate the fact that we can be here. Rewind and rewind. Listen to this again. Write down these notes. And as we said in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, like the Bereans did with Paul, they studied the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. Do that as well. And listen, as I said, be in prayer for us uh, as we are moving on. Uh, I'm the only full-time staff member in our ministry, but we have contractual people that have been helping us in our new website and also in our podcasting and our in our work Andrea does a wonderful Andrea I'm sorry does a wonderful job in preparing these uh, podcasts and we are so thankful for this and uh, Miss Sarah working on the editing along with uh, our different uh, outreaches that we have and so there are new opportunities for us and if you're able to help us in any way would appreciate it we are a 501c3 corporation, and uh, you do receive a tax receipt and a, a deeply wonderful thank you from us for anything that you give. And you can go on our site, zulon.org, X-U-L-O-N dot O-R-G, and, and sign up, subscribe, and you'll get a newsletter on what we're doing and what's been happening and the advances in our ministry as we are sharing this wonderful, wonderful truth about the heaven, the destination of the Christian. Thank you so much. This is Brad Zockel here. I'm with the Zulon International Bible Institute on the Heaven Tour, and I appreciate you so much. Join me every weekday, 8.30 in the morning on TikTok, if you have a TikTok account, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, or at noontime, that would be on the uh, YouTube Live, 
at noontime Eastern Standard Time. Love to share, and there is a Q&A time every weekday. Thank you so much. God bless you, and Lord willing, let's talk again. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.